Welcome to Working for Women, the independent women's forum podcast, where we are changing the conversation about women and public policy for the better. I'm Carrie Lucas, president of Independent Women's Forum. Welcome to IWF Working for Women podcast. I'm thrilled to be joined today by Kristen Shapiro, author of IWF's latest policy focus, a budget neutral approach to parental leave. Kristen, thank you so much for joining me. I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you for having me. Great. Yeah. So it was really interesting. I was recently invited to uh, an event at the White House where both the president and Ivanka Trump talked about their commitment to a national paid leave program. So I was thinking when we were getting ready for this today that this is such a hot and timely topic. Now, can you kind of start by telling our listeners, just giving us kind of an overview of, of the issue that you were trying to solve when you came up with this approach? Absolutely. Well, I think the issue, in some ways, you nailed it on the head by mentioning President Trump, because, you know, as you may know, in his last budget, he proposed $19 billion to, uh, to fund a paid parental leave program, uh, which did not pass Congress. And so you here you have a conservative president, and even he can't get uh, a relatively modest amount of funding passed for paid parental leave. And the problem is, and that I hope this uh, approach that I've uh, developed has, uh, will solve, is that paid parental leave is overwhelmingly popular in concept. You know, you ask people, do you support parental leave? Uh, 82% of people support paid maternity leave, including 79% of Republican women, 75% of Republicans overall. But when you start quizzing them about specific proposals, uh, nothing is actually that popular. So the highest proposal uh, an employer mandate, you know, has the highest support it. A mere 51% of people support it, only 33% of Republicans. And so the problem is basically, you know, paid leave is unpopular until you have to pay for it. So what I've been working yeah. on is a proposal uh, that is essentially already paid for. It's self-financing. Well, that's, that's it's really interesting because you're right. This has been an issue that I know that for a long time, um, a lot of us in the policy community have been trying to figure out ways to, to thread this needle. Um, and it was something kind of another interesting backdrop I think it's worth um, our listeners understanding is, you know, a lot of states and localities have been taking this into their own hands and passing um, different proposals, mandates on employers or creating their own entitlement programs, taxing um, workers to provide a new benefit. I mean, this has created a kind of patchwork around the country where there's different states have different rules and different programs, which is, um, you know, in some ways, that's an interesting kind of experiment. But it's also creating a lot of problems for employers trying to deal with the patchwork and having employees um, under different rules. So I thought it was really interesting to focus on this idea of a national program. So, okay, so Nick, I would love for you to give us the um, kind of give us the, the big picture. How is it that you would um, solve this problem and provide benefits for folks without falling into the pitfalls that are so common with the other other approaches that we typically hear about? Certainly, Carrie. So the proposal is pretty straightforward, and I like to think simple. Uh, basically, we offer, the federal government would offer new parents the opportunity to collect early Social Security benefits after the arrival of their child, and to make the program cost-neutral, those parents electing to take those benefits would agree to defer the collection of their retirement benefits. Uh, and preliminary estimates suggest that in order to, you know, offset the cost of providing early Social Security parental benefits, new parents would only need to defer their retirement benefits by six weeks. Uh, so essentially, new parents could get six weeks of Social Security benefits early after their, for their newborn, to care for their newborn, 
just by deferring their retirement benefits for six weeks. Well, that's, you know, that's such a, an interesting and amazing, um, kind of, you're right that it's simple, but it's, it's also that's, um, uh, it's brilliant in its simplicity because it's so easy for everyone to understand. Um, and, you know, I, I was wondering what you would say if, if a critic of this, um, I could imagine hearing somebody say, you know, are you really going to um, force people, especially people with lower incomes, to choose between time with their newborn and time and their retirement? Um, how, would you, how would you answer a charge like that? Yeah, so I've been getting, you know, overall, I mean, I think that charge is typically made from people uh, on the left. Um, and I would say even my, just a minority of people on the left. But when I hear a criticism like that, I say, look, I understand that you may want a more generous program with an employer mandate or this dream federal entitlement, new entitlement program where, the, you know, we just increase taxes and it's paid for. Uh, and you don't have, workers don't have to offset the cost. But none of that has been adopted at the federal level. It doesn't look like it's going to be anytime soon. And so what we're left with is the status quo where we don't have a federal paid leave policy in place or this proposal which gives new parents the freedom. They don't have to take it if they don't want it. But if they feel that this is a good option for them, they can take 12 weeks of parental leave in return for six weeks of retirement. And we already allow, by the way, uh, you know, retirees uh, to choose to defer their Social Security benefits or take them early in return for, you know, reduced or increased Social Security benefits. So this is a decision we already trust retirees with. I think it's a decision we should trust new parents with as well. They know whether or not it's better to have the money now or have the money later. Yeah, you know, that, that makes so much sense to me, especially when we all know um, that actually people tend to have be more financially insecure. Um, it would be harder to, it's harder to take time off from work without um, pay when you're, when you're young and having, having babies um, than when, I've, when you are older um, and uh, have been in the workforce for a long time. The uh, older Americans tend to have more financial resources so that they could, you know, it's probably going to be less of a hardship for them um, down, down the road. So I really think that's, that is like an interesting, um, uh, an, an interesting solution um, and a good trade-off to give people. Now, would this, you know, one of the, when you, I look at the numbers and see who already has paid leave, you know, if you're at a company that has um, good paid leave benefits, and you like what you have, um, is this going to affect, affect people like that? So I'm hoping this is one of the benefits of the proposal compared with standard uh, government benefits, is that because this requ does require some sacrifice on the worker, I would like to think that companies that offer paid leave, or states or localities for that matter, that this wouldn't crowd out you know, experimentation and development of, of those benefits beyond what this proposal offers. That's one of the downsides of traditional federal policies that, you know, policymakers look at is the potential that, say, a policy, you know, federal policy offers six weeks of paid leave at, you know, $300 a week, that many employers or states might look at that and say, aha, we have a federal policy in place, we don't need to do anything more. Whereas this, uh, an employer, you know, looking at this federal policy would say, well, it's still going to be a benefit to my employees if I provide them with paid parental leave, because then they won't have to defer Social Security if they don't want to, or maybe they'll stack the benefits. And so, you know, this, federal, this is a federal way to provide federal paid leave without crowding out uh, other, you know, more innovative solutions at the employer level, the state level, the local level. Yeah, that's, it really is. That's such an interesting, um, you know, interesting benefit to this, that this wouldn't harm people um, or it wouldn't change the relationship that people have with their employers. And finally, you know, I know that some of the greatest concern has been about people with 
low incomes who are just starting out. Obviously, the people often have um, babies early in their career. Um, what are the what would be the requirements for somebody to qualify? Obviously, to get traditional Social Security retirement benefits, you have to have um, worked pretty long time. Um, but how would somebody qualify for these parental benefits? Right. So it would be similar to Social Security disability in the sense that you know Social Security retirement benefits you don't qualify until you've worked for over 10 years. Um, here, because you know people who new parents often haven't worked for that amount of time, I, I think the way we approach just you know random you know disabilities that come up uh, is more appropriate. Where look, you just need to show that you're a worker and, and in a sense need this leave to replace the fact that you're not working for this period. And so I suggest uh, requiring, offering these benefits to anyone who's worked two of uh, four quarters in the past year. And um, I believe, I think it's a relatively low threshold of four quarters in their lifetime or um, essentially. And, and then they qualify, then you just take their average weekly earnings. Um, through the period that they have worked and you apply the social security disability benefits formula and you would give them um, you would give them the amount that they would qualify in social security disability benefits during the period that they need parental leave. So that, yeah, that makes, that makes a lot of sense. I'm really impressed. Um, Chris, I've got to tell you, I've been working on this issue for a long time and uh, we've often hosted um, a lot of people to come and think about this issue. And I really think that this is the most innovative approach, and I'm just thrilled that you came to it. I'm proud that IWF has been able to publish this paper. So I just want to thank you for giving your time to this. Oh, thank you so much. You've been so supportive, and I really appreciate it. And I guess there's one final thing, if you don't mind me mentioning, Carrie, um, yes. unless you have more questions, is that you've, met, you've brought up several times, you know, the idea that a lot of the people most in need of low-wage income, uh, of, of parental leave, are the low-wage workers. And I think that is one benefit of this proposal is that um, – you know, you look at other proposals and, and, you know, they may replace your income at 50% or 40%. Whereas here, Social Security already has a built-in progressive benefits formula. We don't have to fight about it. It's going to, you know, between conservatives and, and liberals, it, it's already there. That, you know, people are going to get these benefits either on retirement or under this proposal on parental leave. And for low-income workers, the benefits are much more generous in respect to their income than um, – uh, then, you know, for the average Social Security benefit. And so it really is a proposal that, that could offer a, an enormous benefit to the workers most in need of paid leave. But yeah, that's a, that was really is. That's an important point to make. I really appreciate that. Well, again, Kristen, I thank you for your time. And I thank all the listeners uh, for their time uh, and for joining us today. For more information on this topic and on many other topics, please come visit us at IWF.org where all issues are women's issues. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, please give it a thumbs up, share it on social media, or stop by IWF.org for similar content.